Actually been pretty quiet this morning. Yeah. Um, it's it's also February now, which means all of a sudden it's a lot easier to go to the gym. <laughs> Do you know I've had the opposite thing. My gym's hmm. been empty, and then all of a sudden everyone's crawled out the woodwork, and they're like, "Yeah, we want to join the gym." So like, you can't move through the gym because people are standing at the desk trying to get um, subscriptions. But also oh. our gym's getting remodeled, so there's like places you can't walk anyway, so it's just it's an absolute cluster right now. Maybe people are were waiting until after Omicron. Yeah, I think so. I think they were waiting for paychecks too, so Yeah. Not that we're after Omicron, but you know, mm. it's better. <laughs> anyway, more gym excitement. Yeah. God. I'm just so over people not wearing their masks at the gym. Yeah. I'm over it. It's like guys. You're here because apparently you care about your body. Put your goddamn mask. <laughs> I'm so over people not wearing their masks in like indoor spaces. Yeah. It's just like <sighs> I'm not gonna be one of those but people who's like, you gotta put your mask on. But like, I want to so badly. Yeah, it's like I have to do it all day. Yeah. Five days a week, you know, so yeah. I'm like not gonna do it. Out in the world. We had a parent call in complaining about critical race theory this week. Ooh. <laughs> Was there any particular incident or they were just like, I would like my opinion to be known? Well, apparently it wasn't eighth grade, it was seventh grade. And they called in and they were like, I'm concerned that you're teaching critical race theory at this school. And the receptionist was like, what's critical race theory? I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> and she Really? Because would... that's a college uh, theory. So that would be really weird if we were teaching it in seventh grade. But also, like, it's Black History Month. Yeah, oh shit, that's why. So, and and Black History Month, normally we do, our history departments will do um, work on the African-American experience in um, in the States, especially in the Southern States. And the English departments normally pair with that a novel, sometimes To Kill a Mockingbird, but I'm doing Roll of Thunder. I think it's a much better book. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what she was calling in to complain about, was that they were teaching African-American history. And probably the same African American history that has always been taught. in school. Like this is what we've been doing for the last at least five years, as far as I know. So the receptionist called me and was like, "What? Um, what's the name of the textbook? That what's the who's the publisher of the textbook?" It's like, "Well, we don't use the textbook like at all because it's been around longer than I've been out of it's older than the kids." Yeah. yeah, like it. And she was like, "Yeah, I know, but I need it for the district. Can you tell me?" I was like, "Oh well, it's this." <laughs> I went to go talk to her about it. Um after school she was like i don't even know what critical race theory is i don't know what she was complaining about but she seemed like annoyed so i guess i have to forward this to the district now i was like next time someone yeah, that's calls not your job. i was like next time someone calls to complain about critical race theory ask them what it is yeah 100% ask them what it is so that you can just say i need to write down exactly what it is that you want to know um so explain to me what your understanding of critical race theory is because i've never heard of it uh, and it's 100% not your job. Forward them to me and I'll give them a bollocking about it. So, yeah. <laughs> so that was that was fun and cool. <sighs> Great extra stuff to deal with. Yeah, my um my students from last week who are harassing me, which I only briefly mentioned actually on air, have mostly quieted down but still continued, you know, occasionally. So, I'm having like the opposite problem. <laughs> 
hopefully I don't get any parents who are like, why are you teaching my student about the fact that race exists? So we'll see. It's just exhausting. I'm like, I was having a rant to one of my colleagues the other day and I was like, I wish school boards did not exist. Who the fuck are these people? Like, they haven't been to college to study for a degree in education. They're just random Joes off the street who don't know anything. Why are they here? 100%. We do not need a school board. If we need somebody to handle the things that a school board handles, we should have someone whose job it is to present information and all of the staff in the district vote on it. Yeah. We don't have school boards in England because they're bullshit. Oh, damn. So I didn't know that. No, we don't. We just have schools. (laughs) That are run by the city or the county and we just do what we're told. Like, we don't have to worry about parents coming to complain about mask wearing or fucking whatever it is they come to complain about. Just stupid ass shit. It is nice that we get someone who, like, their basic job right now is to just hear dipshits complain about masks in Critical Race Theory and we don't have to do it. So that is nice. Feel the crazies, yeah. Yeah. But and and also our school board, they take like a like a I can't remember what it's specifically called. Their salary is like twenty k a year. It's super low because they don't do that much work. Wait, do you get paid to be on the school board? Yeah. What? This is worse than I thought. Yes, it's way worse. It should either be a volunteer position or a like a paid position where someone again their job is to work for the school district and. The teachers can fire them at any time. What are they getting paid for? I'm so confused. I don't, I don't understand garbage. this. This doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. I'm well, when I find out what their purpose again. is, I will let you know because they don't have one. <laughs> oh my god. Stupid. Well, hello and welcome to Are You Serious? A Journey Through Bad Reddit Relationships. I am Morgan. I'm Esby, and my fury knows no bounds. Um, and this is <laughs> episode eighty. That's what I thought. Okay, cool. Sure, we'll go with that. Um, so this week is just rage. Oh, um, my fury knows the power. Yeah. <laughs> um, not super serious rage, but um, I have some stuff. I, I'm interested to hear your thoughts. And then I have like a post that's very um, like quintessential Reddit relationship Hell question. Yeah. So first one though. I have this very fun. Um, OP and his wife are 27 and their son is four. Damn. Okay. Am I the asshole for telling my brother-in-law it's cringe to continue saying he's child-free whenever I ask him to watch my son? (laughs) What is that? That title is a clusterfuck. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I have very specific feelings about the word cringe, but I'll get into it when I'm done reading. I don't like the word cringe used as a as a noun like that oh an adjective yeah. sorry like i oh god he does say it is cringe so it is a it is a, it noun. Is a noun no you're right yeah I, i'm um, confused about it <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll explain my feelings on it once i read the post okay so my wife and i have a four-year-old son we've been having an incredibly busy work schedule of the last two years and my family's been doing a great job of helping out with our son we usually have members of my in-laws take our son whenever we have a work trip or a shift coming up from my wife's mom to her sister to her dad except for my 31 year old brother-in-law 
wife's brother. He's made it clear he is just not interested in spending time with his nephew. Keeps saying that the reason for that is he's actually child-free. Okay. In quotes. For so many emergencies, he has turned me and my wife away when we begged him to watch our son, and he didn't even budge or apologize for his attitude. What? It all came to a head a couple of days ago. I had a work meeting while my wife was out of town, and my in-laws were attending a wedding, so no one was free to watch my son except for my brother-in-law. I just have to pause to say... None of those are a surprise. No, those things are planned. A work meeting, a work trip, and a wedding. It's not an emergency. You know weddings six weeks in advance, at least. At the very least. At the very least. Um, I showed up at his place and told him I was desperate for help and needed him to just watch my son for no, two hours. No, He refused, even suggested I take him with me to work, but that's not a good suggestion. I begged him and he just said no. I had enough. I confronted him and asked why. Does he not like his nephew? Why, question mark, does he not like his nephew? And he threw that, no, it's just that I'm child-free excuse, which made me lose it. I told him to just stop because it's cringe of him to keep saying that and use it as an excuse to be unsupportive of me and his sister and cold towards his nephew. I told him he should really do better and stop being so negative, but he got mad and said I had no right to disrespect his lifestyle slash choices, but it's the attitude that gets me. We had an exchange of words where he said, my son isn't his responsibility whatsoever, no. then I left. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> That's true. He I isn't. like how even this guy writing this can't say a damn thing in his own defense. No. He complained to my in-laws and they called me out for disrespecting their son and treating him like that. They insisted he is not responsible for my son no, and I shouldn't expect so much from him, then guilt him about it. They wanted me to apologize, and my wife said I should, but he was about as helpful and supportive as a rock, so I decided I will take my time before I I consider apologizing. Am I the asshole? Yes. (laughs) Congratulations for raw-dogging your wife, but that's nobody else's problem. (laughs) Like, you had sex one time. Well done. Who cares? Now it's everybody- now you're making that everybody else's problem. Yeah. Like, it's it's not family's obligation to look after- progeny if they want to do it have at it you can't force it on somebody and be like this is your nephew protect him like (laughs) this is fucking stupid none of these things are emergencies if your work life is more important than your kid you've got a problem hire a babysitter seems like they haven't paid anybody or hired anybody your family is not free babysitting you decided to have a kid, you have to have the responsibility of looking after them. It's a different story if he says, occasionally I'll look after my nephew, but I don't want it to become a regular occurrence. And you go over and then he's like, "Mm, no. But he's made his opinion perfectly clear. He does not like children and he does not want to look after them. Why would you leave your kid with somebody who doesn't like children? How do you know they're going to do a- how do you know they're going to actually look after your kid? Rather than just hand them an Oreo and then wander off. Yeah. Like, I I don't understand... No, I do understand it. It's because people who are parents, some people who are parents, feel entitled to other people's time because they don't have enough of it. Yeah. And when people are like, no, this is the bed that you made and you lie in it, they freak out because misery loves company. And if his in-laws want to watch the kid for free and that's something they've offered to do and are happy to do, that's one thing. Mm -hmm. But why are you so obsessed with getting this particular person to watch him when clearly... And I think that him saying the child-free thing is him trying to be polite. 
<laughs> his the brother-in-law is trying to yeah. be polite by saying oh it's it's not you it's me you know mm-hmm. he's not like i don't like the kid i hate kids they're stupid and ugly and disgusting i would just go <laughs> i don't like kids that's stupid and ugly and disgusting but you know i'm a horrible person a couple, a couple details from the comments we used to have a sitter but my in-laws took it upon themselves to take our son whenever we're busy i'm definitely getting a sitter after this no matter what they have to say about it making it seem like it's the in-laws fault what? that they didn't plan ahead <laughs> And someone was like, he doesn't have to watch your kid. And he's like, okay, but to the point of refusing and ignoring his nephew completely, even when we're at my in-laws, that's his he's right. there too. Yeah, that's his right. He's just sitting there like a stone and ignoring his nephew. My wife agrees he seems unwell, but I don't know exactly <laughs> well- what's going on with him. And then someone's like, why do you want to leave your child unattended with this right. person? Right. If you think he's unwell. So... <laughs> For just not wanting to hang out with kids. Uh. Like, I've said before, I can hang with a baby if I'm not the person who's solely responsible for their welfare. Yeah. Like, if my friend brings their baby in a stroller to lunch or whatever, I will interact with baby. Soon as baby starts to cry, I am out. I do not want... (laughs) No, that's stressful and traumatic for me. I just can't. Please take your spawn and make it stop making noise. Because... (laughs) That is, ugh, ugh. so I can hang with baby if baby is well behaved. Baby is not well behaved. I do not want to be there, and I one hundred percent do not want to feed someone else's baby. Put oh god no, clean their stinky butt. Uh, deal with their vomit. Listen to them cry. Clean their snot. Generally, smell them. All children smell bad. Even if you've just bathed them, they smell bad. Yeah, everybody's like, oh, that new baby no. smell smells so good. It's gross. No, rancid it milk smells like and poop. Yes, yes, I was just going to say that. Like, With, like, cereal that's been left in it right. for, like, a long time. It's just yeah. people trying to, like, gaslight you into thinking that babies smell nice. <laughs> it's not true. They smell rancid. They smell Because really their bad. hormones are tricking them into thinking that right? the baby smells nice and is cute, which is fine. But also, we didn't get those hormones, so don't... <laughs> Don't blame us for being in reality. <laughs> Don't push your stinky milk smell on me. It's disgusting. <laughs> I also, oh God, what was I going to say um, earlier? Oh, okay. So just the phrase weaponizing cringe, right? <sighs> cringe on the internet is the worst thing that you can be, right? If mm. you're cringe, it's unforgivable. Uh, You know, you are dead to everyone. It's, and just like, Having it bleed into real life and saying something is cringe like that is just... He showed up at the door and his argument was, you're being really cringe. I would have laughed in his face and slammed the door. <laughs> like, honestly, I'd have been like, wow, how old are you, 15? Come on. Stupid. <sighs> and it's like, this... I'm proud of the brother-in-law because he knows no is a complete sentence. And is just like... And then, and then he's like, why don't you like your nephew? And he's like, I just don't like kids, essentially. And he's like, well, there's something wrong with you. I think he's okay, ill. Fine. <laughs> okay, fine. Then you probably don't want me to watch your kid. Like, ridiculous. Right? So, yeah. I I like how everybody's, uh, like, nobody is on OP's side, including the wife and the family. And it seems like the wife is just kind of being nice to OP because he has made her believe that his entitlement is good and normal 
So Why don't his family look after the baby? Yeah, that was my question too. And some people asked that in the comments and he didn't respond. So I don't know if maybe they don't, they're not around or what, or like they live in a different area. Just fucking hire a nanny. Like, right. if you're working that much and you go on work trips and you're out of town all the time, you can't expect other people to drop everything and look after your kid. Hire yeah, a nanny. like none of this is an emergency. No, none of it is an emergency. And if you have so many emergencies, it's not like this was an emergency that made you realize you need a sitter. Like, this is so many emergencies, you should have had a sitter before. Right. So. And especially if you know that you work shifts. Yes, right? Like, people who are doing shift work, that's not a surprise. You know you are a shift worker. So you need to make sure that there is someone to look after your kid at a moment's notice. That's what you hire people for. Not, uh, mom, dad, real quick, I know you're eating your dinner and you had plans for the weekend, but I really need you to watch my kid. Okay, bye. Yeah. Just the amount of posts on here that are like, oh, and I dropped the kid off, or I got out of the shower and my sister-in-law had dropped the kid off and just left in the living room. Like, it's, there was one earlier that was like, uh, this week that was like, uh, OP was mad at his ex-wife for being a nurse, and- (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like during a pandemic oh and like the his girlfriend was like i love watching the kid I, I like the kid and had offered to watch and he was like no you can't watch the kid because it's not our time to what? watch due to the custody agreement it's like okay <laughs> like you're making a problem where there doesn't need to be one right so it's just people get weird people get weird over that kids okay Ooh. um so you know the posts that we've done in the past where it's like i threw out my girlfriend's socks or legos or books Mm -hmm. or whatever okay here is this in a nutshell except that op's boyfriend can't just throw the thing out because it's am i the asshole for refusing to sell my horse (laughs) i guarantee this man would have thrown this horse in the garbage if he could okay i want to make my position on horses perfectly clear before we start they're devil animals so i Already I'm like, just get rid of the horse, get rid of the horse. <laughs> I don't like it, get rid of the horse. The horse the horse isn't real, the horse can't hurt you. Thank you, thank you. Like please um, guys, please don't at me on Twitter about how much of a heinous person I am because I think babies are stink buckets and I don't like horses. I already know. Thank you. Listen, I totally get it. I don't like whales. People are like, why? They're beautiful, majestic, peaceful creatures. And I'm like, yes, they are. And they can be away from me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but your your whale problem is much less immediate. Yes, yeah. Like, I'm never going to just run into a whale. (laughs) (laughs) On accident. If you run into a whale, you're in the wrong place. (laughs) (laughs) Although, although... I did tell this story, I think, on air. We were walking, my husband and I, at the beach, and we walked past one of those, like, digital billboards yeah. um, that are on the side of bus bus stops. And it was just, it switched while we were right in front of it to a whale, like, coming out of the ocean. And I just stopped and go, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, no. <laughs> like, it startled me. God. <laughs> so that, I did accidentally run into a whale, but... It wasn't a real well, so my husband I was was, fine. was going to on my first trip out to California. He was going to get a horse ride up to the Hollywood sign, and it was going to be a surprise. <laughs> and I made him tell me what it was, and I was like, "I'm glad you told me because I 100 percent do not want to do that, and I will not go with you, and it will be a waste of your money." 
<laughs> he was like, okay, we won't do that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, horses are All over. right. Anyway. So, uh, Opie's 24, her boyfriend's 26. They've been dating around nine months. Um, I've been riding horses since around four years old when I started taking lessons. When I was 10, I started helping out this girl at the stable with her horse named Lady. At 12, she told her she had to sell due to time slash interest. I, I think it's meant to say she told me. Mm-hmm. And she asked me if my me and my parents wanted to buy Lady. Luckily for me, my parents were able to buy her, and she's been mine ever since. She's my bestest friend, and I love her a lot. Okay, oh, cringe. God. <laughs> horse people are weird. I just, I'm, they're very weird. I guess I should make my stance on horses known since we need to do that, I guess. But I like horses. I took horseback riding lessons when I was a kid. And I've been horseback riding several times. Okay, but hear me out so, on horse people. I'm not a horse person. No, no, no. Correct, but but yeah. hear me out. As somebody who likes horses, you might understand this. Because I don't understand this at all. A horse will throw you off its back, giving you a concussion. And you will go back to that horse two weeks later and be like, <laughs> oh, I didn't mean it. What the fuck? <laughs> like... There's a reason why you like horses so much, and it's because you've lost brain cells. Like, <laughs> I don't understand how you can be like, oh, it's fine, I'll just get back on the horse. Like, a horse kicks you in the face, and then you're like, oh, it's cool, this horse is fine. It was my fault, I spooked them. No, the horse is vicious and evil. <laughs> I will say I've never been thrown, I've never had a horse, like, rear up, I've never um, been kicked or been kicked at even. So, I mean, I feel like um, the majority of my horse experience is usually with, like, um, horses that are... When you go and you get a horseback riding tour along the beach or whatever, so they're used to different people riding them, and they're not... They're very docile, so I was that's chased, the majority of my horse I was experience. chased by a racehorse when I was five years old. A racehorse? Yeah. My hometown's a horse racing town, and what they used mm. to do was leave the horses to graze in like the um the the forestry areas around the track. Me and my dad and my cousin were all walking down in the forest and there were race horses in there and one of them came right up to me and went in the back of my head and I screamed and started running because of course I did. I'm five. So the horse started mm-hmm. chasing me and my dad had to punch it in the nose. Oh jeez. Yep. Oh yeah, you definitely definitely told this story before now I remember that your dad punched My it. dad punched a racehorse. <laughs> <laughs> live to tell the tale so fuck off horses well let's see if you hate this man more than you hate the horse okay let's see we'll have to see yeah when i started to date my boyfriend i was very honest with the fact that my horse takes a lot of time and he was fine with this when single i could spend like three to four hours a day in the stable but as we started dating i cut this down to about three hours every other day as this is roughly how long it takes for me to do all the cleaning prepping and riding Also, most of my friends are at the stable, which obviously means this is social for me. The other days, I would not ride and try and spend less time talking, which would make it about an hour. After about six months, he told me I spent too much time at the stable, and I should prioritize my relationship more, and somehow his family got involved and saying it was strange to prioritize the way I did. I wasn't comfortable with this, but I'm a bit of a pushover, so I agreed. At first, this meant cutting down time at the stable, but it has evolved into cutting down riding days. 
Now I write about two days a week and the rest I'm simply there to do the basics. All of this as quickly as I can because otherwise I know he'll be annoyed and pissed off for days and give me the silent treatment. I know my horse isn't really suffering from not being ridden as often as before, but I still feel very guilty that I'm always rushing around her. Then last night he told me it was time to sell Lady. I laughed at him and asked if he was serious. He was. I told him no and he said I need to start prioritizing this relationship more. What? And I said I've done nothing but prioritize this relationship. We argued about it and apparently he thinks I can just put her down as she's old anyway. I was furious at this and told him that was absolutely not happening and I would never sell her. He said that any reasonable person would sell or put down their horse in favor of their boyfriend. Oh my and the God. only reason I wouldn't is because I hang out with other insane horse people. So I come to you reasonable people of Reddit. Am I the asshole? Okay, horse people are insane, but fuck you, my guy. You can't ask somebody <laughs> to put their pet down because you don't want them to spend time with it. That's sociopathic wild. behavior. That's wild. Okay, so while I do believe that horses are evil creatures, I also do believe it's not their fault they're evil creatures. And if people decide they want to spend their time hanging around this evil monster thing, that's fine. They need a lot of care. And if you can make the evil monster less evil, well done. Congratulations. You're basically a wizard. Um, But people really love their horses. They're like members of the family. They all have personalities and, and whatever. And I'm sure that if the horse is nice to you, that's cool and fine and great. But... You can't just ask somebody to sell their horse because you're jealous of the horse. Yeah. And like, that is a lot of time. It is a lot and of time. And that is okay. But that's- if you don't want to be in a relationship with a person who spends that much time at the stable, but you don't ask them to kill their horse. That is the amount of time it takes to protect, to look after an animal the size of a horse. Like, it's not like cleaning out a cat litter box. You've got to change the hay, you've got to brush them, you've got to check their feet, you have to make sure they're getting exercise, you've got to change their feed and their water. Like, it takes a long time. It's a big creature. So if somebody is upfront with you at the beginning of your relationship and it's like, okay, this is how much time I spend at the stable and that's not going to change, you decide then and there if that's a deal breaker for you. You don't ask them to spend less time doing that. Like, would he be the same if it was the gym? Yeah. Or, well, maybe because there's men there. Oh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like he's just really jealous of her social life and the social opportunities that this horse affords her. She's definitely an extrovert. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. But yeah, like the proper reaction if if you want to continue this relationship is to go with her. Mm. Yeah. Go meet the horse. And the friends and stuff. Yeah. And help her. And don't be a dick about her not like... Her continuing the life that she had right. before she met you. Don't try and change people. It doesn't work. It would be so easy for him to just go, let me come and help you with the with the tack and whatever today, and then we can go for dinner afterwards. You still get to spend time with her. You get to meet her friends. You get to hang out with the horse. And that's good couple time. Because what else are you going to be doing? Watching Netflix. Is that what he wants to do? Just sit and watch Netflix all afternoon? Yeah, and maybe some days you do want to stay home and watch Netflix or play a video game or whatever. But also, this is part of her life. And if you love her, you should want to share it with her. And if you don't love it, then it's not a good relationship. And a horse is a living creature. This is the other thing. You can't ask somebody to rank living creatures based on priority. Because the priority is going to be the creature that can't take care of itself. Yes, 100%. So... Peace out, boyfriend. And also, well, okay, so I looked up horse lifespan. So this horse is at least 16, right? Mm -hmm. She started helping out when she was 10 and she's 26 now. So the horse is minimum probably 17. Mm -hmm. Horses live 25 to 30 years. Yeah. 
But also, if this is such a huge part of her social life, then she's probably going to get another horse. Yes. So, I just, it just seems like so much work. It's so much more work to find a person and try and change them and bully them into changing than it is to just be like, okay, never mind, this relationship isn't for me, and then find a new person. I need somebody with different priorities, is yeah. is really what it is. <sighs> um. So there's a little edit, Uh. very short. So, I never expected this to get as much attention as it did. I'm very overwhelmed and thankful for all your kind comments and messages. I am currently sitting with Lady in her stable, crying my eyes out because this has been such a wake-up call for me. My boyfriend left to visit his family and friends in his old town earlier today before I posted. So, for everyone worried, all is well for now, and I will handle this ASAP. First, I need to go home and sleep. Thank you all for being wonderful. Mm. So, sounds like she's going to break up with him. Good. Which is good, yeah. There you go, Lady. Lady the horse or Lady the horse? Lady the horse. <laughs> Look, I protected you. Can you now tell all your brothers and sisters to stop being mean to me? <laughs> Horses do look lovely. I do like looking at them from a distance. They're very majestic animals. I just don't want to be anywhere near their feet or their faces. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's just a bad time all round. That's, that's fair. Um, Let's see. I'm going to see if there's any comments or anything. I don't spend any time with any animal that could best me in a fight. <laughs> this goes back to that post of like men and women thinking they can beat an animal in a fight <laughs> i wonder what it i wonder what uh rates there are for horses 100 duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay so op also comments, pretty early on in the relationship, he decided to take a job in the town I work in. He lives in a town like 40 minutes away. I didn't ask him to do this, but this is what he brings up when I tell him I've tried to compromise. Oh. He says, I took a new job for you, so you should compromise more. Well, you can always get another job and a new boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah, like she didn't ask him to do this, and now he's asking her. He probably did that so he could be more controlling. Mm -hmm. so. Anyway... Hopefully she follows through and breaks up with him. But it seems like she is like the the veneer, the the seal is broken. Like she yeah. she does not see him in the same light. Okay. Ride lady into the sunset. Yes. Far away indeed. from me. So, okay, I'm really interested in um your perspective on this because I feel like we both have uh experience here. Mm -hmm. Am I the asshole for refusing to follow my mother-in-law's rules when I am in their house? No, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't know. Are they stupid rules? <laughs> Indeed. Okay. Her uh, OP is 20 and her boyfriend's 21. They've been together for two and a half years. Okay. We both currently live in Paris. He is American, but he came to France for his studies and decided to stay. We have moved in together six months ago and everything is going great. Because of COVID, I never really got the chance to go to the US and meet his parents. But since it is now possible, he really wanted me to go with him and visit them. I was more than happy to go because it's obviously very important for him. When I met them, they were very welcoming, and at first we got along great. But then I was kind of confused slash upset by their behavior. I knew his parents are religious, and it's more than okay for me even if I am not. I don't think I was expecting that. During our first meal, they then asked me if I knew any prayer, and I said no. His mother then told me, it's the least you could know. What? And I was like, WTF? Uh, and I said, sorry, but I don't believe in God. Which is, uh... Not a bad, like, obviously, if it's true, but that can have disastrous effects to say to a, an American religious person. Yeah. Um, 
Not that she shouldn't have said it, obviously, because that's just... It's better to be honest than... Mm -hmm. Later, she was showing me my room, and his mother said we will sleep in a different room because it was more appropriate. I have never seen an adult couple sleeping separately. We live together, so, like, why would she care? Since it seems the issue was about sex, I tried to reassure her by making a joke, and she looked so offended by the fact I implied we were having sex. What? (laughs) Well, of course you are. You live together. I feel like I had insulted her, even though we are both adults. Long story short, I tried to convince her gently to let me sleep in the same room as him, but I let it go since it was going nowhere. I wasn't happy to spend our vacation together in different rooms. The last issue that really pushed me to stop accepting her behavior when she said that they would buy dessert after going to church. I was like, oh nice, maybe I could help by cooking the meal while you were at church. She was shocked and told me they expected me to go with them to church. I said, no, I didn't want to go because I don't believe in God, so it makes me uncomfortable. She was very upset and tried to make me change my mind, but I stood my ground and said I would not go. After this, my boyfriend said I was not respecting them. What? I told him that I was 100% respecting their beliefs, but she was the one not respecting mine. Honestly, I was a little bit upset by his behavior because while I agree me and his mother might see things differently, I think it is healthy to explain to talk about why I disagree with calmness and respect. He insisted that I was wrong by not accepting their rules. I thought about it and I am ready to see if maybe I was the asshole? No. <sighs> oh, the audacity. <laughs> God's sake. Yeah. Ironically, so my mom is super, super religious, and she was fine with my husband and I sleeping in the same room before we were married, but my mother-in-law, I mean, she goes to church too, but she's not as crazy religious as my mom is, and she made us sleep in separate rooms until we were, I think, married, if not at least engaged. My mother and my, my husband said to me, oh, just to just a warning, they might ask us to sleep in separate rooms while we're in their house, so just heads up. And then they didn't, because oh, nice. they're both pretty religious. But yeah, so they, I think from their perspective, Chase had been living with me anyway, so it it didn't really matter. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't I just, I really dislike when people, people pull the respect my beliefs card, because it's just so disingenuous. Without, like, respecting other people. Like, American Christians are extremely concerned about every other person in their life also having their same religious beliefs to the point where they will not let their kids watch certain things or hang out with certain people if it doesn't follow their religion. And I'm so thankful that my mom didn't become a born-again Christian until I was like 14 because my early friends in high school were like muslim and hindi and so if she had been as crazy as she is now she would not have let me spend time with them like that's how terrible she's gotten like i do think it is in some respects polite to ask somebody to come to church with you like if that's something that you do normally and it's a really important part of your life because i've I've been to confirmations of friends before and worn a dress and sat through the ceremony and hooray you've been accepted by god woohoo that's cool but like if somebody says no that's okay i'll stay here and do something nice for you instead the correct response should be that's very thoughtful we will make sure that we're back on time here's here's where everything is go for it make Mm -hmm. a nice meal not oh my god i can't believe you're not coming to church with me what a heathen yeah and and my mom has long since not made me go to church with her. Like, she 
She even won't will skip church when I'm visiting to spend more time with me. Even the insanity of my mom <laughs> doesn't <laughs> go to this level. I assume that they are like kind of in the Midwest or the South, but that's yeah. could be anywhere, to be honest. I very and, much dislike the boyfriend's behavior. Yes, I think that's the major issue. But also he is, what did I say, like 22? He's 21, He's right? a baby. But yes. if he's big enough to move continent, yeah. then he's big enough to stand up to his mom and say, no, this, this is not going to stand. Especially when your girlfriend has flown for 11 hours to get there, because it's important yeah. for you that she meets your parents. <sighs> yeah, that, that really does great on me. And so she talked to her boyfriend and wanted to know why he didn't really warn her about this. And he said since he was an only child and had never brought any girlfriend to his house, he didn't really think they would behave this way. He's not that close with his parents. And so he thinks it's easier to accept their ways for a week and then go back to their life in Europe, which I mean... Well, why is it so important that she comes to visit then if you don't speak? Right. Like, just do a video call. You don't have to fly her all the way out to America to have her be insulted by your mom. Be insulted in the comfort of your own home on the internet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. And then go to bed, go to sleep in your same bed. Go to bed in the same bed. (laughs) And I feel like... I I love that the she was like, well, we will have sex if you don't want. And she's like, <gasps> gas. Well, I never suggested that. It's like, come on, lady. God. And they're like, why didn't you get a hotel? And it's like, well, I didn't think this was going to happen. And that's kind of rude, right? Like, like we shouldn't have. Like, she didn't really understand that they were going to do that. Boyfriend didn't really think they were going to do that. But since he is, they're his parents, he's like, well, let's just deal with it and then go back to Europe and not visit them again and get a hotel next time. And it's like, it's just this weird thing in America, I think, about parents having control over their kids forever. Yeah. And also just... You're my child and you do what I say, yeah. And also, like, you're a guest in my house and therefore you will do what I say, even if they're not related. Like, And it is, you know, if somebody is reasonable with their requests for any religion, it's really easy to accommodate them. Like, we weren't going to... Me and my husband didn't have a church wedding, but we asked my father-in-law to do a blessing at our kind of second wedding. And he was really happy about that because that made him feel like we were really inclusive of what they wanted and what would make them feel comfortable. And it was really nice that he stood up and like got to do a little a little blessing for us. That was lovely. But, like, if they'd have been like, no, you must get married in a church in the eyes of God, I'd have been like, nope, absolutely no way. <laughs> no, thanks. No, I'm good. What what has God done for me lately? Um, so, yeah, I I think as long as somebody's being reasonable, it's very easy to just be like, okay, yeah, well, I can do this every now and then. Like, I'll sit while they do grace and, like, at Christmas and whatever, or I'll, you know, close my eyes and bow my head respectfully while they do their prayers and whatever but like they never expect me to say grace or lead lead a prayer or anything like that because they know that that's not who i am yeah the prayer thing i feel like is the rudest part and that they were maybe like maybe i feel like they were trying to do a power play over like our boy has moved away and now we need to (laughs) exert our control over him and and remind him of his values or something like it seems like they were they're not it's it's definitely about power it's not about like 
anything it's else. My little boy is all grown up, and we need to remind him that we're in charge. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so she also said I would have broken up with him if we lived in the US, but like they're not close and they live in Paris, so yeah. it's fine. Like you don't have to see them all the time. Yeah, and obviously as they both get older, it's going to be less of an issue. And then when they get married, the parents will suddenly not give a shit anymore. <laughs> so, yeah. Man, sucks. Yeah. I would have a conversation with my boyfriend about sticking up for me. Yes. Yeah. And it's going to be hard for him because it's it the is. parents. And it is. So, and they've had so much control over him his whole life, but gotta do it. Godspeed, French lady. All right, so this last one isn't so much a dead donkey as it is just, like, ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> That's what a dead donkey is. I guess, yeah. And it's, like, an actual, like, conflict. But it's also not a big deal because it's about LARPing. Hey! <laughs> okay, when I was in university, the um, the LARPing society, we, we had a big open field outside the, the student dorms with nice. a lake in the back. And my window looked right out to the field in the lake. And every single Thursday, <laughs> I would mm-hmm. sit in my window and watch the LARPers smack each other with foam swords. It was great. It was a good time. They would really go at it, like just slamming each other. I love LARPers. Big respect to LARPers. Yeah, there were there was like a small group in our college town as well with big foam swords and stuff. Wonderful free entertainment. Yes. Uh, so for those who don't know, it's basically like Dungeons and Dragons type thing, but you act it out in real life. So you've got like, you move around physically in the world and you've got like foam swords and stuff. And you wear your costume and, and you talk in character. It's like Dungeons and Dragons, but acting. Yeah, yeah. And so... <laughs> OP starts off with, we'll spare a lot of details since not everyone is familiar with LARPs. Um, So hopefully, if you're not super familiar, you can pick up the point. Okay, so the title is, Am I the asshole for banning a player from our LARP for drama? (laughs) That's the whole point of LARPing. (laughs) Yeah, it's drama, right? (laughs) Um, And also they clarify later that... Um, there's a lot of people in this group. Okay. It's like, like 30 or more. Jesus. That yeah. is a big lot group. So let me, there are a lot of comments, a lot of comments. Okay. So we run a game that meets quite often for several years. Two months ago, a player I'll call Steph joined and her conflict is with a veteran player I'll call Tony. They also say, uh, that everybody in, most of the people in the group are like mid twenties. Okay. And, uh, Steph is 22. Let me just double check that real quick. Yeah, late 20s. Okay. Tony befriended Steph out of game, taught her more about our LARP, and offered to help her get settled. So that means out of character talking. Mm-hmm. Out of game. This lasted about two weeks, and their in-game characters spent a lot of time together acting as friends in-game. Tony's character invited Steph to go to a secluded place, and then proceeded to, along with a character played by one of our moderators, murder her character with no warning, aside from mandatory signals according to our rules, sending an in-character grudge as the reason for the kill. He then justified his actions out of game and explained that getting close to her in-game was for the plan. Since we run permadeath rules, Steph lost all her progress and has to start fresh on a new character, new gear, and new in-game relationships. Our rules allow for this PvP, and the entire staff backed up Tony and Ralph's actions as they followed our rules regarding player kills, and our moderators who play characters are bound to the same rules. 
Steph, however, was furious because the culture at our LARP has not been 100% competitive. There are sort of unwritten rules, as have been no PvP kills, that were not either consented to out of game or clearly signaled in advance, i.e. characters receiving death threat letters, players PvPing an unknown murderer and losing. And Steph hated that this was sprung on her with no opportunity for her to be able to avoid it. She then left and texted the other players who she was friends with that she was leaving and complained about Tony's behavior and what had happened. Immersion is very very important to our group and we avoid taking in-game information out of game and Steph was doing so by telling multiple people that her character had been murdered by whom where and how which is against our rules she did have valid concerns however and so the staff team asked Steph not to contact any more of our players regarding the issue while we discuss what to do first we also didn't want this to blow out into a big community fight as we, as we have lost many players over the years due to issues similar to this <laughs> oh no shit <laughs> Yeah, it would seem like something that would upset people just being murdered for absolutely no reason. The team then found out that Steph continued to vent to other players that were her out-of-game friends about the issue. Our organizers' team saw this as disrespectful to our events rules and the entire community for continuing to break our rules even when asked to stop. We banned her from coming back to our events and, to prevent drama, let the rumor that she simply left stay in place. Now she's texted everyone whose contact details she has about what's happened, and a few more players have been asking us why she was banned. Am I the asshole? Yeah. Dude. It's a fucking game. <laughs> like, and Reddit's Reddit's being good, because Reddit likes to be like, well, it wasn't against the rules, so you're not yeah. an asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, just because it's not against the rules doesn't mean you're not an asshole. No. Like, like trying to... Someone younger than you, someone new to the game, just straight up murdering them with no warning is just like bad sportsmanship. It's, it's like, like when Halo first dick. came out and your friends who actually had games consoles at home were like, oh yeah, come play Halo with us. It'll be a really fun time. And then proceed to stab you 16,000 times in the back with the energy sword. <laughs> Once they've taught you how to look and walk. <laughs> Oof. Personal flashbacks on that one. <laughs> God, I'm like, yeah, terrible. So <laughs> that it's just really disingenuous to invite someone to your LARP group and then proceed to unceremoniously murder them. Also, someone's pointing out that they banned her for metagaming, which is talking out of character, yeah. right? So basically she told people who shouldn't have known, whose characters didn't know she was murdered, that she was murdered. So now they know in the mystery, there can't be a mystery, right? But this guy became her friend mm -hmm. to gain her trust and kill her character. In so real life! In a shitty, shitty way. Yes, that's bullshit. And OP keeps mentioning, like, yeah, we have a culture where murder is somewhat common. Like, some people, that we had a serial killer. Even Tony's character got killed before. And all this stuff. And it's like... Take the murder well, rules out. Yeah, like, like, you even said that they have unofficial rules about... Like, it has to be signaled in advance, or it has to be, like, a direct attack with a chance for them to defend themselves. And you need to make those rules official, because otherwise it's really shitty to just be like, oh yeah, I'm gonna kill, I'm gonna kill this person's character without warning by ambushing them. Yeah. Yeah. Like, especially if there wasn't a, a narrative reason to do so. Yeah. And the, the, the narrative reason is really flimsy. Yeah. Like, it seems like he's, like, like, Tony's character asked Steph to, like, ally with him, and she said no, and so he killed her. <laughs> Something like that. Um, it's, it's a lot more detailed than that, but you, nobody cares. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, it's bullshit. And if lots of people have left the group for the same reason, then it's a group problem. This isn't a Steph problem. This is an, oh shit, we need to review our rules and policies problem. Because you're going to be labelled as the toxic RPG group by other people in the community, and you're never going to be able to recoup your numbers if, you know, people start quitting en masse. Yeah. And I'm trying to see if there's anything else, but it's like, yeah, like, <laughs> it's just bullying. It's just it bullying. It's, it's, it's bullying with rules and foam sword. Yeah, exactly. So... Now I'm reading this off of Twitter, so now I'm seeing the trending tabs, and there's just so many celebrities trending today. I'm like, is that one dead? Is that one dead? Mark Hamill was trending the other day, and I was like, oh no, please no. <laughs> he was alive. That was fine. <laughs> he was just roasting people on Twitter, <laughs> as is his want. Yes. So anyway, yeah, like a game sh should be fun for everybody, and if you have that culture where you're like, oh, we're all trying to stab each other in the back all the time, and that's part of the fun, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, that could be a thing, right? But also, if someone is new and you gain her trust out of game, like, if I was friends with somebody and our characters liked each other, then I wouldn't expect them to just come no. in and kill me. No. This is part of the reason why people don't like nerds. Because they... If they're like rule goblins and they're always <laughs> thinking of ways to break the game, it just makes everything unfun. And if you're spending all your time trying to one-up someone else, it's just bad game etiquette. Yeah. And like also mentioning like agreeing beforehand, being like, you know what? I'm kind of bored of this character and I want to re-roll. Can we have your character kill my character? Mm -hmm. And it could be like a big moment and people have to figure out who, who did it or it's really dramatic or whatever. Like it's basic courtesy <laughs> and also um so apparently the players for this larp um used to be 60 40 so 60 percent women to 40 percent men and now it's 90 percent men yeah <laughs> yeah it's bad shocked i'm shocked <laughs> and also one of the people who helped him murder her was a moderator like yeah she's gonna leave yeah she doesn't even care anymore. Like, you just have to figure out how to keep this from happening again. That's the most important Because she's not going to come back. Yeah. Absolutely no way she's going to come back. And I don't know, like, what, where this is. Maybe it was on, like, a college camp. Well, no, because they're late 20s. Because he says, I was the one of the last staff members to fall asleep before the next day of the event. So I was Steph's primary point of contact when I explained to her the rules and talked the matter up with the other three that were still awake. I am the one who asked her not to spread any more information as it would complicate the issue and make it more difficult to parse through, and I elected to issue the ban when other moderators pointed out that she continued to break the rules by discussing in-game events out of game and disrespecting our time by refusing to cooperate. <laughs> disrespecting our time? No, you disrespected her time. Jesus. Yeah, and it was, like, late in the- she was gonna go to sleep, but Tony asked her to stay awake and, like, go meet her- meet him somewhere. Like, that's sketchy as that's fuck. That's really sketchy. Uh, gross. And then them just being like, oh, she's just getting overly offended. It's like, god damn it. Uh, I'd be offended if I had put time into learning a new hobby- and building a character and doing... Because I bet they have rules for, like, equipment and stuff that you need to have and whatever. And spending money on it and then all of a sudden all of that's gone. Right? I'd be pissed. Yeah, so OP has a lot of comments and it's, like, just a mess. Yeah. And they, they had chastised her for 
be her character being racist against a fantasy race. Hmm. And which was an unwritten rule that they don't do that. And I'm like, that's like, again, you guys have a lot of unwritten rules. And obviously, like, you need to clarify some of these. Right. So, yeah. And I get obviously being like a person of color doesn't want to fucking have racism in their escapist fantasy. Absolutely. 100%. But you also have to make it clear, like, these rules so that everybody has a good time. So, yeah. Yeah, so good times. Fuck fun, this guy. Fun hat by all. <laughs> Hopefully, maybe um, Steph can find all of the people who have been like kicked out or left this LARP group and form their own LARP group with, you know, clear rules and sportsmanship and shit. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, LARPing is fun, but also it's just as like as long any as it's board not run by night. dickholes. Yeah, where you need to make sure that it's like. Uh, People are being cool. Um, Okay, so I'm going to do a quick one for the subreddit of the week. And it's, where did the soda go? (gasps) Oh, Uh, I love this one. So it's not a super, actually, whoa, shit. I was going to say it's not super active. It's not super active. It has 1.1 million members, but nine of them are online. Like, what the fuck? So anyway, I don't know what that's about. But uh, here's the top of all time. Where did the the soda go? infomercials out of context a subreddit for infomercials taken out of context in animated images this subreddit is for ads that show real aspects of life but in a completely unrealistic way so it starts from this one post that's like uh i feel like it should be stickied to the top but it's like some infomercial black and white thing where a guy loses a soda and it's like very funny the top of all time the st- oh my god these stamps these air stamps is your dumb kid sad because nobody bullies them fucking glue some paint to their head (laughs) so the infomercial the great because you know how like black and white is the they they show some sad things in black and white and then they show here's once you have the product it's in color and then this girl is like at school and she waves at someone and they ignore her and is sad. And then uh, she gets these stupid stamps to put in her hair and people pay attention to her. But it's like, no, that's so dumb. <laughs> oh my god, these are so good. <laughs> I, lo- I love where did the soda go. Yeah, I, I, I definitely subscribed to it a while ago and then unsubscribed. But I feel like I might resubscribe if it's got 1.1 million people because it's a lot more active. <laughs> Uh, these are just great i don't want to ruin any of them for anybody because they're super funny (laughs) oh just so good steve steve always knew his daughter was colorblind but he never knew he could catch it from her (laughs) (laughs) yeah just it's just how stupid infomercials are and i just it's very good it's very good and and sometimes you think it's gonna uh and one way or you're like yes this seems like a normal problem and then it's like <laughs> what the fuck is happening hilarious very good <laughs> yeah oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, so good stop how to politely refuse someone offering you a diet soda <laughs> oh dear <laughs> and it's also a lot of people being fully incompetent like there's a lot of the ones with um trying to people trying to fry an egg and it's like can't do it so it's fun anyway doing a quick one 
today, mostly because I need to use the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to resubscribe to this right now. It's so good. (laughs) I love it. Knife sharpening gloves? Yes, because of course. Some of these products, I'm like, I wonder if anybody actually bought this ever. (laughs) Snuggies. I did have a Snuggie. (laughs) Ultimate cozy. I feel like it's just a robe that you put on backwards, right? Hell yeah, it is. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, that's this. I uh, I don't want to ruin any of them. <laughs> People can't do things is pretty much the subreddit uh, description. You can send me your favorite subreddits at Morgan underscore Slay. You can... Send us your favorite infomercials of people not being able to do basic human tasks at, um, I almost said middle morph. Nope, that's my other podcast. At R the letter U the word serious pod. You can check out, though, my other podcast. It's free. The same place Woo-hoo. you get all these podcasts uh, at middle morph on Twitter. And we are going to continue our streaming of Amazon Trail 3rd Edition on Tuesday night, which is tomorrow. Um, so check it out. It's actually really based. It's super based. Like we went to the place where Andrew or Andrew or Henry Ford was harvesting rubber for his tires. And it was like, fuck this guy. The game was like, fuck this guy. It was hilarious. It was really good. Yeah. So, uh, check it out. We're probably going to finish it this week and we're there, um, at Millmorph on Twitch and we start at seven PST. Anyway, that is all. That was long. <laughs> you could come to Twitter and tell me how much you also hate horses at Esme <laughs> underscore C underscore nose as in those lots of things. Uh, or you can find us on Facebook. Do not send us baby pictures. The letter R slash the letter U serious podcast. Unless they're kittens. Only kittens. Only baby kittens. Yes. yes. Best and babies. I'm going to go learn how to make an omelet without spilling egg all over my kitchen. Oh no! A disaster has occurred! <laughs> uh-huh. How did infomercials get like this? <laughs>